your cue. Oh, okay. It doesn't show up on the screen. Sorry, I'm sorry. Welcome to- You said you had it! Wait, wait, was that your actual bit? Was it no, fucking up? I, I it doesn't show that the recording starts. Okay, 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 restart, restart. <laughs> no, 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 let's keep that in. What's your, what's your thing? Do your thing. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the doo-wop zone. Boo-wop. Okay, so this intro was a train wreck. Hi, welcome to the Ringo I, Zone. I kind of liked it. I mean, I like it, but it's a train wreck. Out of, you can out of curiosity, Max, what was yours? Oh, um, I was going to do a really... Oh, so I was just going to do some kind of like really obnoxious, like, welcome to the all-new, possibly sponsored, trendy Ringo Zone. Hey, fam, let, how about we all hashtag Pokemon, let's go to the hashtag Grinch movie. Right. This hashtag Dab's giving, that was my bit. <laughs> I think Natasha's was better. Let's get finna hella woke, Dab. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, exactly. mine was going to be like, welcome to the Ringo Zone, I'm Kayla, and I'm eating bacon, so... So those are the different kinds of Ringo Zone intros for yeah. all you interested. Welcome. For those in the audience that can't see anything, when I said dab, I actually did a physical dab for oh, You effect. know, I couldn't see it, but I felt it in my soul. Do you, really quick, do you guys want to hear a cute story? No. Like a super sure, fast sure. Oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. What the fuck? You can't say no to me. I'm, I'm higher on the caste system than you are. <laughs> Wait, what's the caste system here? The caste system is you at the bottom. Oh, exactly. That's the caste system. Um, <laughs> the caste system is you're at the bottom. Speaking speaking of dabs, I was at KomoriCon recently, and at the closing ceremonies, um, they were just kind of like, before they got started, they were going through YouTube and playing a bunch of, like, mid-aughts meme songs. So, oh, um, boy. Uh, uh, Blue by Eiffel 65 was was on oh. the list. That's not mid aughts. That's late yeah. 90s. Well, like 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 late 90s to mid. That that little window like that, of okay. nostalgia. Yeah, that golden window. You know of memeery. Yeah, I love the um, video of that. It's, it's so bad. David yeah. CGI. Oh my god, it's so bad. Um, it's creepy and as I, fuck. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know this. But um, my my boyfriend and I were cosplaying uh, Mirio and Deku from Boku no Hero Academia. And uh, we were singing along to, we were going blue, da ba dee da ba die. And when it got to the end of it, neither one of us were looking at the other, and we both just dabbed Dab at the died. end of the chorus, like each one of us. And that is true love, goddammit. That's, that's <laughs> beautiful. I can't wait for the wedding. Yeah, uh, uh, you know what? And specifically, I'm being, I can't wait to crash the wedding. I, no, no, no. You don't have to crash the wedding because I'm being 100% serious. You're y'all invited. Like oh, everyone, <laughs> everyone in the Ringo Zone is invited to God the wedding. Oh no! God. And, and you too, listener. You are also invited to the. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, I don't I know. You say, stay the fuck out my so. way. You're spiritually invited, and when I say spiritually invited, <laughs> I mean stay the fuck home and don't interact yeah. with me. And when I say you're invited to my wedding, I mean just send me a gift, but don't actually try to come. Ta okay, right, so. so we're doing Sadie Killer, which is very seasonal because it's. Three days from Thanksgiving when we're recording this, so happy that. Here's a creepy thing. Well, I don't know if it's gonna be Thanksgiving if we put this out by then. I don't know. Um, I can try. I mean I didn't want to pressure you. Yeah. Like I'm I'm on a plane tomorrow at like nine in the morning, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see what I can do. Where are you flying to? Home. Uh, I mean, where is that though? Like so California. Cal. Okay. Yeah, I have to go to Florida. Ooh, watch out for Ugh. the watch out for the gators and the cannibals and the cannibal gators. Don't forget the meth. And the meth. 
You can't forget and the, the old cannibal gators on meth. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So anyway, <laughs> Sadie. So I wish we I wish we had recorded this sooner because it, it's a perfect Halloween episode and had we right. had our shit together. So let's just let's just all pretend that this came out around Halloween and everybody oh. is listening to it really late. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, great. Hi, I'm Max. I'm in my Frankenstein costume. I'm, I'm dressed up as a scarecrow. I'm the body pillow that neckbeards carry around with, like, the anime lolly on it. That's me. That's my Halloween costume. See, that just sounds like a scary costume for you and not the world in general, yeah. necessarily. Yeah, it feels like you're inflicting the horror upon yourself rather than portraying well, it to the world. Well, it's either that... It's either that or I'm the neck beard carrying around the body pillow. So what do you want me to do? That one, that would be way scarier. Mm, that's scary. All right. Well, I'm talking with my mouth full, so I guess right now I'm much more spiritually close to a neck beard carrying around a body pillow. Yeah, you're, you're, oh. you're eating fresh bacon. And you're eating bacon, which is the official food of the internet. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that that was this bite in my mouth right now is the thick boy bite that I was telling you about. Oh, oh. yeah, the double strip. I just had the double strip. I just had like a thousand yard stare Vietnam era style flashback. To and 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 I, if you're and I'm guessing our audience mostly comes from Reddit, so I guess that's applicable. And we all oh no, each other from Reddit. don't say I'm it. I'm gonna say it. Don't say I'm it. I'm gonna say it. The narwhal bacon's at midnight. No, <laughs> I told you not to say it. <laughs> I asked this one thing of you. I will. And you See, could not really... even give me that. This is why you're on the bottom of the cast system. <laughs> we really should record more often because when we don't, it all comes out at once. <laughs> it's, it's I'm also. I it's... should mention. I'm also drinking wine. Oh my god! What the <laughs> fuck? Are you a cryptid? Yeah, I got rum right next to me. I'm gonna pour some right now. Good for you. Bacon and wine. I mean, I was eating chocolate not but half an hour ago, so. Okay, well, chocolate and wine, I understand, but wine and bacon, that's just like... Well, no, because, like, chocolate and wine go together. All right, here comes Captain Morgan drinking mess. Chocolate and wine go together. Chocolate and bacon go together. So by the transitive property, wine and bacon go together. Oh, if I had my fucking Baileys right now, I'd be fucking, like, drinking that, like, water. Yeah. I literally just keep Captain Morgan by my bedside. I don't drink it often, but it's there. Yeah. Emergency Morgan. I got you. Ooh, that's the good stuff. Okay, Okay, so... so... The fake bands that uh, they all rattled off when Buck was like, guess who who has a show at Delmarva's whatever, whatever? Yeah. Seven Force, Juju and the Bees, and Jack and the Frosted Tips. Jack and the Frosted Tips. Those are amazing, and I don't care what genre they are, I want to go see them just because of the names. My favorite is the one on Sadie's shirt, Mouth Bones. Mouth Bones. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> Jack and the Frosted Tips is uh, Real Big Fish, Less Than Jake, and every other ska band just f- amalgamated into one being. I'm so down for that. I was, I was, uh, when I hear Seven Force, I imagine uh, an 80s throwback synth rock band. I imagine yeah. something kind of yeah. like Tupperware Remix Party. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Fucking amazing. I want to definitely drive home how amazing the cool kids are, because even when they have internal disputes, like what their sound should be for their band, they make it a point to not 
make the person feel bad for their idea the or their cool taste kids in music. Are a font of eternal positivity. They are and I love so them. they are good, good kids. Like I, Steven I love comes them. with the dorkiest, stupidest fucking thing that could like only be a cartoon theme song. And they're not like that's bad. They're just like, eh, it's not right <laughs> well, for what and, we're and doing. Exactly. And here's here's the contrast because like obviously that that little bit for Steven was written to be as saccharinely Steven as possible to the point where even us as viewers were like, oh, come on, Steven. You know, like that's that's this episode really makes Steven the butt of jokes a lot in the eyes of the audience, but not necessarily the other characters. Yeah. But like us as viewers were like, oh, God, Steven, come on. That's 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 like really saccharine or whatever. And and I forget who it was that interrupted him. I think it was Buck. But Buck was just kind of like, I like what you're I like what you're going for. Yeah. But uh, let's consider this other angle. And all of the cool kids went through and, and did that, you know. And, and yeah. they are, I like how you put it, they are a font of positivity wow. and a uh, a paragon to be modeled after. And I love all of them. <laughs> you know what I would love to see is like a video that's like behind the music about the band splitting up. But they're all just nice to each other the entire time. And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, when when he broke the news they had to drop out, he brought us all homemade snickerdoodles. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to put this forward right now. I actually think that that's going to happen. I actually think that before before the end of the series, if we get, if we get. We'll get like a any, band doc episode. If we get any other, like, like Beach City, uh quote unquote filler episodes like just like homey character episodes you know we're gonna get one that's like a home doc of of um sadie and the suspects but breaking up for for yeah. their own for for various reasons but it's like not a bad thing well I'm we know we're not getting forward. that in like the next two months because they just announced the docket today of steam viewers coming back and technically it doesn't i mean it comes back on the 17th but what airs on the 17th is legs from here to home or we're not getting a new episode till christmas eve what wait they're re they are re-airing legs from here to Homeworld on the 17th yeah they and they're uh and everything it's weekly releases instead <sighs> of a bomb so Steven oh, Universe doesn't really come back with new content till Christmas Eve. They were that's a that's purposefully jerking me around. Wow, Cartoon okay. Network is just a fucking bleh. joke. <sighs> All right, well at least it's coming back, which is uh, what prompted us to come back together and get our shit in order because soon yeah. we won't be only ten episodes until we're caught up with the series. <laughs> Yay! And we haven't recorded in like a month or something, I want to yeah. say. And nothing has happened on the Steven Universe front, except, I want to say, like two that. days ago. Yeah, except for that, like two no, days today. ago as of recording. Today. Was it today? It was today. Okay. It came out today. Yeah, right. literally well, there, announced there you today. Go. You're welcome, Ringo Zone fans. <laughs> we're, we're, we're striking while the iron is ice cold. Yeah, we're, we yeah. at the Ringo Zone are committed to sometimes appearing like we're trying to keep up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the Sadie, I like that Sadie has been shown as having an interest in singing and having an interest in music in the past. Uh, the Steven Universe is very good at not having something come out of nowhere for a character. For I mean, it's arc. Kate McCucci. They have to have her get musical. It's in her contract. It is in her contract. Um, but I, I also like, so she she genuinely wants to to hang out and practice with, with these people that she's admired for a really long time. And she genuinely wants to, you know, do something, maybe not necessarily sing, but do something to contribute to the, to the music. And when she can't, they bring it to her. 
they are such good people. They just show up. They're like, since you're so busy, we decided to bring practice to you. And I'm just like, oh my god, I don't have friends like that. Like, I want friends like that. I have to drive everyone around because, like, my friends don't have cars or have really ca- crappy cars, and I have a big, nice car. So I'm everyone's fucking chauffeur when we all get together. Oh, that my man, that used to be me. I know exactly what you're talking about. It turns out the solution to that is to move a thousand miles away and then not make any new friends, and then suddenly no one's asking you to drive them anywhere. Well, I don't have people asking you to drive them places. I'm just automatically that i honestly yeah, i no, like no, no, they being don't the ask. driver they don't ask they just assume no dude i totally know what you're talking about that's that's like the most irritating thing in the world oh i wanted to note real quick um <laughs> so i wrote this in parentheses after in all caps i said they came to her to include her and then in parentheses i wrote something lars wouldn't do oh shit sadie has shed the weight of yon fuck boy yeah Although, like, and, and, like, that's that's not entirely fair because Lars is going through his own really intense character development. Lars is going through his own really intense character development, a literal galaxy away from exactly. Sadie. And so she has Sadie, nothing to do with it and is not, like, witnessing the change. And vice versa. I Like, I don't know if I fully understand codependence, honestly, but it's just, like, you got these two characters... Lars, like, didn't need to make genuine attempts to grow because he could always fall back on Sadie, and Sadie was this kind of hanger-on waiting in the wings forever. And, like, the two of them could have stayed in that position perpetually. Mm -hmm. Kind of like character development limbo. Yeah, like, they've had, like, small bits of personal growth, but literally putting... Like, as much distance as possible between the two is the best thing for them as people. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, um, but it's interesting that Sadie is kind of developing completely alienated from that, you know, where where she... How, how do I want to phrase this? She is still developing under the pretense that Lars has not really changed as a person, so the way that her character is going forward is she's making these decisions for herself, but also I feel like taking taking Lars into account only insofar as she remembers how he was when he left. I think that's fair. I don't know that if she knew just how much Lars has changed at this point, like he's leading a, a space rebellion. I don't know that she would have quit the job at the Big Donut had she had she known that. I think she's been completely ground down by who Lars used to be and uh at this and was ready to just say fuck it and and go after something that she wanted like uninhibited by him um but that's not who he is anymore but she doesn't know that you know yes <laughs> a resounding agreement uh- <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah no i agree i just like there's really like i agree 100 percent to this it's worded in such a way there's nothing, nothing to, add. to add yeah <laughs> You're just right. Like, I had my big <laughs> bit about it, so. Oh, oh, oh well, thanks, guys. <laughs> Shit, you're right. Shit, you're right. Shit, you're right. <laughs> are we quoting the same thing, Natasha? Yeah, I hope we are. We are. Yes! <laughs> you can't prove I wasn't the one yes! destroying the robots. Shit, you're right. Shit, you're right. Okay, good. We're all on the same page. <laughs> 
Sans, you're right. It always comes back to BNHA. I love it. Uh, my my other great love. Um, okay, so let's talk about the fucking music. Yes, let's talk about the music. I guess it's like horror ska. I don't know much about ska. To be perfectly candid, I kind of intentionally made it so I know very little about ska. Um, I do... This is actually the last thing. Well, no, it's the second to last thing that I have written down. And um, the last thing I have written down is Stephen keeps yoinking the napkins. I don't really feel a way about that. (laughs) But I feel we should note it. Uh, (laughs) I like that specifically Sadie's interests are the inspiration for a group she admires. Yeah. And again something Lars probably wouldn't be involved in. At least and, the Lars that she remembers. And I feel like it comes about really organically, not necessarily yeah. like, yeah, this is how bands are formed, but it's just like teenagers immediately getting distracted and yeah. fucking around. That is so organic. That's like, so, what sits yes. down on the taste? It's like, what's this? It's like, shit, we have to watch these right now. Yeah, no, but, and that's, and that it was such a genuine exchange and you're right that it just happened so organically. And when the sound started coming together, it's very immediately striking. Yeah, it is. It's very, it really it's is. very, very apparent. Like I, I love when you see it build piece by piece. Yeah. So it, it becomes, it's very, very crystal clear. Sadie was what was missing, you know? Yeah. So, and, and that's, uh, something, yeah. that's, that's something yeah. that she needs so badly. And like, I'll say this because they fucking nailed the animation in this scene. You get just like the way they drew Sadie, every little action, every little development, the building of the wardrobe, Mm -hmm, the constant mm -hmm. shifting facial expressions. Like, it comes out, animation can be a really great medium that tells a story visually. And there, the story it's telling is kind of like Sadie having this big moment of growth and just sheer enjoyment. And it comes out through that. And I also think it comes out through Kate McCucci's performance. Because Kate McCucci, like, even with Garfunkel and Oates, like, they kind of do this more kind of, like, acoustic ballad stuff, even if it is songs about fucking. But, like, everything she does, for the most part, musically, is very soft. And here, just in her vocal performance, you can tell she's having fun, like, doing this thing that is really off-brand for what she usually gets to sing. Yes. It marries both the actor and the character between the performance and the animation. Yeah, and it's so good to see... I don't think we've ever seen Sadie, like, piece by piece, come out of her shell. We've never seen her that happy. we've We've never seen her this happy. We've never seen her, like, become emboldened moment by moment until she just kind of, like, with Smears abandon. Smears lipsticks on her eyes and bites into a jelly exactly. donut like a monster. In front, of, in front of a group that she has been wanting to be friends with for a while. And and just kind of, like, I think she's finally herself. She's finally herself by the end of the episode where she decides to quit the Big Donut because she realizes that this is what she really wants and there's nothing left for her at the Big Donut. Like, she even said a long time ago, like, the Big Donut just started as, like, a summer job, and then, like, she was just there for, like, what, a few more years. It's really good to see her like this, and we have to wait a while to see her actually perform as um, Sadie and the Suspects, and we'll get to that when we get to that, but it's so worth it. Like, it's... It, it's, it's fun. It's so fun. She fucking... So they... Doesn't she go, like, full screaming Jay Hawkins and come out of a coffin on stage? Yeah, I she does. I don't remember that. Oh, she does? Yeah, she just like screaming Jay Hawkins. Yeah. I love so, it. Like, so, so finally we get to see her having having fun and just being 
being what she wants to be. And I really love how it. they showed also it was infectious with the rest of the band, not just them putting the song together, but like they, everyone else has this grin on their face the entire time except Buck because he's Buck. And like, just I have the same grin while watching the whole bit. Their sound is is very relatable to like probably not the children that are watching Steven Universe, but definitely the rest of us, the rest of the people who are interested in Steven Universe. We've all been like, oh my god, this job is just killing me. Like I'm living yep. just I'm living just to die. You know? So <laughs> so like her oh, yeah. her content is very relatable. And then the way that she expresses it is is artistic and creative and also very relatable because like even if you don't like you know spooky things or horror sounds or whatever you feel it in her content as as a medium you know yeah you keep a job like that for a while and eventually you i feel like i've come to this i feel like anyone else who's ever worked a job i was working at a cozy when i came to this was i spent one uh yeah it's a like sandwich soup place um it's kind of panera-ish i guess anyway i'm working there and like i'm like I spend one third of my life sleeping, and then in my waking life, I spend half of it here, <laughs> and then I'm drained and too tired to enjoy the rest. This is literally sapping away my life. <laughs> like, yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, I say I appreciate the um, uh, tongue-in-cheek moment where Stephen tries to write music like Sadie towards the end. <laughs> He's never I've, held a job and he loves his life, so I've, he cannot relate. I've never been <laughs> depressed and repressed by capitalism, so I can't write lyrics like you, Sadie. Yeah. Steven Universe would be the worst blues musician of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, final Beautiful. thoughts. We had, we had final thoughts. Final now. thoughts. Final thoughts. <laughs> I, I, I would genuinely... If they released more and more Sadie and the Suspects music, I think I would legitimately give them money for it because I'm a big sucker for Halloween rock. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. All right, my final thoughts. Um, this is this is probably one of my favorite episodes, especially of the more recent stuff. Um, it's it it really highlights the fun of like the Beach City side of the show, and you know the old thing we used to say like. Steven Universe doesn't really have filler because, you know, the more we get into the deep lore stuff, the more we lose things like this. And things like this are just a lot of fun, even without, like, analyzing the human side of it. Just watching them all form a band and the sound come together is super enjoyable. Um, so my, my final thought, and we didn't touch on this, actually, but Steven mentions to Sadie that uh, this is, like, a fun break from all of the like weird space war stuff that he's been <laughs> yeah. caught up in. Um, and, and that ties into what Max said. Yes, I agree. Um, where, yeah, we've been dealing with a lot of space war stuff and this is a really nice break with characters that we love and seeing, seeing everybody come together and not only, not only support Sadie, but they all, Obviously, Sadie is the one who needs the support the most, I would I would argue, um, aside from Steven. But he's really good at compartmentalizing. Um, but seeing everybody just be in a really, like, fun, relaxed, healthy friendship environment is a good breath of fresh air. And then I feel like uh, we promptly dive back into the space war. <laughs> uh, Our shore leave is over. Yeah, exactly. Our shore <laughs> leave is over. And... Um, <laughs> And coming up here, 
when when we get off of hiatus, we'll be dealing with uh, Homeworld and White Diamond and stuff. So episodes like this come in clutch, and uh, they are not lost on us, Crooniverse. Thank you for these. Thank you for listening to the Ringo Zone, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, drink less than Kayla. I'm. You know what? I'm not. <laughs> I can't even defend myself in this situation because if I'm like. Okay, listen, I don't actually drink that much. That's something an alcoholic would say. (laughs) So I can't even... What am I supposed to do here? It's a no-win situation. I mean, I'm going to finish my glass of wine. (laughs) But... All right, so enough about me being an alcoholic. Thank you for listening to the Ringo Zone. Woo!